Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss quality sleep is essential that's why the sleep number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature sleep number smart beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together jd power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. I'm not sure if you know this or not, but weed is now legal in the state of Georgia. Now, I'm not talking about the weed we buy in the street from our local drug dealers. I'm talking about something called Delta 8 THC. For those of you that don't know, let me quickly explain what THC is. THC stands for tetrahydrocannabinol um, or delta-9 tetrahydrocannabinol or simply delta-9 THC. However, most people know it as THC. And this is the main active ingredient in marijuana and it's it's most famous for getting people high. So when you hear THC, just think the chemical in marijuana that gets you high. In the last year or two, another form of THC, Delta-8, not Delta-9, but Delta-8, has become very popular due to a loophole in legislation regarding the cultivation and sale of the cannabis or marijuana plant. Now, I found an article that perfectly sums up what Delta-8 THC is, how it's different from the classic Delta-9, why it's legal, and even where you can buy it. So I'm going to read that article to you now. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can read along with me if you like. And I'll also put a link to the article in the description of this episode. All right. So here we go. I got this article from CFAH.org. And if I'm not mistaken, CFAH stands for Center for Advancing Health. All right. And the excuse me, the title of the article is What is Delta 8 THC? Everything you need to know about this cannabinoid. All right. So here we go. I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm going to skip certain parts that aren't really relevant to this episode or what I'm trying to tell you. So just so you're not confused if you're actually watching this on YouTube. All right, but here we go. When you hear people talking about THC, they usually mean the Delta 9 version, which is the main intoxicating compound in cannabis plants. But it's not the only type of THC that the cannabis plant can make. In fact, there are several different analogs of Delta 9, one of them being Delta 8. THC. Now, really quickly, just in case you don't know, the word analog is referring to a person or a thing seen as comparable to another. 
something that's similar to something else. So an analog of delta 9 is something comparable or similar to delta 9. And in this case, that would be delta 8 THC. Okay. So this newer, trendier cannabinoid is known for a milder psychoactive experience on top of providing many similar health benefits to its more potent cousin. Just like most cannabis products, Delta-8 THC can be found in tinctures, gummies, vapes, and concentrates. In this article, you'll learn everything there is to know about the latest trend in the cannabis space. So, what exactly is Delta-8 THC? Delta-8 THC is an analog of the Delta-9 compound. These molecules are built similarly, but the arrangement of their atomic bonds is different, which also causes them to have different properties. In recent months... Delta-8 THC has made big headlines in the industry's press as the legal high. It's also been dubbed as diet weed or cannabis light due to less potent cognitive effects. The strength of Delta-8 THC is about half as high as the one of Delta-9. The compound is also less likely to cause anxiety and paranoia, two of the side effects of taking too high doses of THC-rich weed strains. Delta-8 THC comes in many forms, just like CBD and Delta-9 THC. Now, for those of you that are wondering what CBD is, I'll explain that really quickly as well. So according to health.harvard.edu, CBD, or cannabidiol, is the second most prevalent active ingredient in cannabis or marijuana. While CBD is an essential component of medical marijuana, it is derived directly from the hemp plant, a cousin of marijuana. Or manufactured in a laboratory. <laughs> One of hundreds of components in marijuana, CBD does not cause a high by itself. According to a report from the World Health Organization, which cannot be trusted, in humans, CBD exhibits no effects indicative of any abuse or dependence potential. To date, or up until this point, there is no evidence of public health-related problems associated with the use of pure CBD. So in summary, CBD is another component of the marijuana plant or the hemp plant in this case that doesn't get you high but still has many health benefits okay so just consuming cbd isn't going to get you high all right that's the idea so back to the article delta 8 thc comes in many forms just like cbd and delta 9 thc you can find it in vapes tinctures gummies capsules concentrates distillates and even pre-rolled joints some of the health benefits of delta 8 thc are reduced stress and anxiety, deeper sleep, lower pain and inflammation, less nausea and vomiting, elevated mood, neuroprotective properties, whatever that means, boost of appetite, and anti-cancer properties, whatever the hell that means. I mean, I know what they mean. Neuroprotective properties are things that protect something in your brain. When you hear neuro, you can think brain, but I don't know what those properties are or what exactly they mean when they say that. Anti-cancer properties, I imagine, are things that help prevent cancer, but I don't know if that's true. I don't know how that works, so I can't say for sure if Delta-8 THC actually helps prevent cancer. But that's what the article says, so we'll leave it like that, all right? Now, what does Delta-8 THC feel like? The effects of Delta-8 THC are less trippy, more clear-headed, and lightweight compared to Delta-9 THC. The effects aren't as cerebral as with normal weed. The high rather focuses on the body rather than the head. Now, I don't know... Who wrote this article or who wrote it like that for this reason? But to have the word rather twice in that sentence sounds strange to me. I wouldn't say the high rather focuses on the body rather than the head. 
It's redundant to me. I would say the high focuses on the body rather than the head. That's totally fine. But just so you know. Okay, so let's continue. The strength of the cognitive effects provided by delta THC or excuse me, delta eight THC is dose dependent. Lower doses such as five milligrams or 10 milligrams are mildly stimulating and help boost energy on top of enhancing focus and elevating mood. Those who take Delta H THC, I said Delta H, I meant Delta 8. It's hard to say, Delta 8 THC. Anyway, those who take Delta 8 THC in low amounts also report improved stress response and lower anxiety levels. Higher doses, 10 milligrams to 30 milligrams, can trigger mild intoxication. Anything upwards is likely to induce sedation and make you feel drowsy. The high from Delta 8 THC is often described as bland when taken alone. You feel the buzz, but it gets you in no particular direction, which is why most users take it alongside CBD or other cannabinoid and terpenes. Now, this word terpenes, I did some research before I started recording this, and I still don't totally understand what they are. But what I do understand from my research is that terpenes in marijuana, in this plant, are what give the plant its smell. So if you're familiar with weed at all, you might know that there are many different strains of weed. It's not just weed. There are many different kinds that you can smoke, and they all have different effects and different smells. And the terpenes are what give each particular strain of weed its particular smell. That's what I understood, but I don't know if that's 100% true, so don't quote me on that, okay? So let's continue. Other possible ways of incorporating... Damn, I can't talk today, bro. What the fuck? Other possible ways of incorporating Delta 8 THC into your daily routine is to mix it with tea or coffee to enhance focus or with melatonin to boost sleep. All right. Now I'm going to skip over the highlights on the effects of Delta 8 THC. And then it starts to talk about the best places you can buy Delta 8 THC. I'm going to skip over that as well and go to is Delta 8 THC legal? Now, in theory, Delta 8 THC is legal on the federal level thanks to the 2018 Farm Bill. But the actual legal status of Delta 8 products remains in a bit of a legal gray area. So there are two things I want to explain. The first one is gray area. A gray area is an area in which things are not very clear. Things are open to interpretation because this is how you can think about it. You have, let's say, a black square and a white square right next to each other. Black and white, if you think about it, are exact opposites. So if you put them next to each other, it's easy to see where black stops and where white starts. There's a clear distinction between the two. But if I let those two squares overlap, the part where they overlap is going to be gray because black plus white is gray. You see what I'm saying? So it's clear where black is. It's clear where white is. But right there in the middle, it's not very clear where black starts and white stops. That's the gray area where things aren't very clear. They're not black and white, as we say sometimes. So back in into the context of legislation, legality, law, and stuff like that. The legal gray area is that area when you're interpreting a law, it's not exactly clear what's legal and illegal because you can interpret the language of the law in many different ways. So maybe this thing is legal, but if I do it in this way over here, it's not necessarily illegal anymore. You see what I'm saying? Because it's in that gray area. You could do it a couple different ways. You could find a loophole, right? in the law that allows you to still do this technically illegal thing in a way that's technically not illegal. Okay. That was a long explanation, but hopefully now you understand what someone's means to say when they refer to what we call the gray area. Now, the second thing I wanted to explain was the 2018 farm bill. So let me pull that up 
really quick. Here we go. The Farm Bill is a package of legislation passed roughly once every five years that has a tremendous impact on farming livelihoods, how food is grown, and what kind of foods are grown. So now I'm going to go to FDA.gov. And according to this website, it says in December of 2018, the 2018 Farm Bill was signed into law. It removed hemp, defined as cannabis and derivatives of cannabis with extremely low concentrations of THC, from the definition of marijuana in the Controlled Substances Act. So in plain English, what that means is back in 2018, President Trump signed a bill, the 2018 Farm Bill, that changed the definition of marijuana because marijuana is illegal. But since he changed the definition, products that are derived from the hemp plant that have less than 0.3% active THC, which gets you high, are not considered illegal anymore. That's a very important distinction, and that's why people can sell Delta 8 THC products. That's the idea. Okay. So back to the article. No federal agency has explicitly prohibited Delta 8 THC, but current manufacturing methods leave enough space for interpretation of its legality, like I was saying earlier. So here are some key points on the legality of Delta 8 THC. The first one, Delta 9 is clearly banned as an illegal substance under federal regulations. That being said, Individual states can regulate THC and cannabis products on their own. And currently, Delta-8 THC is legal in 16 states for recreational use. So in plain English, the classic Delta-9 is federally illegal. However, in the U.S., each of the 50 states reserve the right to decide how they want to handle this law, which is why you can go to a state like Colorado or California, smoke as much weed as you want as long as you're 21. The same thing as buying a beer, right? But in Texas or Alabama, or something like that, if you get caught smoking weed in public, you are going to jail. You understand? There's, it's black and white in these places. You see what I'm saying? So it depends. Federally, it's illegal, but on the state level, sometimes it is, sometimes it's not. It's a little confusing, right? So Delta-8 THC is federally legal, but some states have banned the sale of Delta-8 THC products. Delta-8 is usually extracted from hemp, the plant, which is legal in all 50 states, provided that it contains no more than 0.3% of THC. So, hemp-derived products are legal in all 50 states. Delta-8 THC is made by converting CBD into Delta-9 and then into Delta-8. According to this article, I haven't confirmed that, so don't quote me on that, okay? Now, synthetic extraction of THC is considered illegal which may or may not affect the legal status of Delta-8 THC products that use chemical processes on their way to converting Delta-9 into Delta-8. Now, all of this might start to sound a little confusing if you know nothing about weed and you're not interested in the chemical compounds and how it works. But just understand that, really, this whole THC thing that I'm explaining now isn't even the point of the episode, but I am telling you for a reason, okay? So just continue to follow me, and you'll see why I'm telling you this very shortly, all right? So, as I said before... President Trump signed the amended farm bill in 2018, which legalized hemp and its derivatives in all 50 states as long as they contain less than 0.3% of Delta 9 THC. Okay? Any product with the THC content higher than that figure is considered marijuana and federally illegal. Although, as mentioned, individual states can have their own laws regarding marijuana. However, none of these laws mention Delta 8 THC. Here in the article, it says Delta 9, but I'm pretty sure they meant Delta 8. So, hemp 
derived Delta-8 THC products remain in compliance with the guidelines outlined in the 2018 Farm Bill, so they should be legal in all 50 states. But similarly to marijuana laws, individual states may refuse to fully accept the federal regulations establishing their own rules. To date, 14 states have passed bills that have specifically banned or prohibited Delta-8 THC products, including Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, Colorado, Delaware, Idaho, Iowa, Kentucky, Mississippi, Montana, New York, Vermont, Rhode Island, and Utah. God damn, we got a lot of states in this country, man. 14 states have specifically banned Delta-8 THC. That's the idea. So then the article goes on to talk about how much you should take. I'm skipping that. Um, The different dosage recommendations for different weight groups. I'm skipping that too. Can you build a tolerance to Delta-8? I'm skipping that. Now, the last thing I believe in this article I wanted to show you was the Delta-8 THC products. How can you consume Delta-8 and not Delta-9? So here we go. Scientists have been investigating the effects of Delta-8 THC since the 70s, but only in recent months the cannabinoid has received so much attention from the hemp industry. This mostly happened thanks to the advancements in extraction technologies, which now make it possible for manufacturers to extract Delta-8 THC from hemp plants. Products sourced from marijuana, strains that have... Oh, I read that wrong. Give me a second. Ah, okay. Okay. Products sourced from marijuana aren't a good fit for everyone. Many people who are sensitive to its intoxicating effects find the high too heavy, especially when it comes to cerebral effects. Some users may experience anxiety and paranoia on top of confusion and dizziness. These are the most common reasons why some cannabis aficionados choose to avoid high THC products. The sudden emergence of Delta-8 in the market has provided the answer to their prayers. Delta-8 THC Products are available in similar categories to all cannabis products, including tinctures, edibles, vapes, concentrates, capsules, and more. So here we break down the five most common Delta-8 formats. Number one, Delta-8 THC tinctures. So what is a tincture? Uh, What is a tincture? Tony, good question. For most people, cannabis tinctures equals CBD oil. The hemp-derived extract used by people who want to reap the benefits from cannabis but without getting high. Delta-8 THC is available in the same convenient form. The advantages of this format include precise dosing, high bioavailability, fast onset, and relatively long duration of effects. Now, it wasn't my plan to get deep into what each of these things are. Like, I really had no knowledge of tinctures before I started doing research today. But let me just show you a picture because that's much easier. So... Delta 8, I think it's this one. No, that's not it. Here we go. If you're watching this on YouTube, you can see a picture now of a Delta 8 tincture. It's it's some kind of oil, and to be honest, I'm not sure what you do with it. I'm not sure if you consume it like you put drops on your tongue or you put it in something else. I really don't know. I would have to do research, but at least you can see what they're referring to when they use the word tincture. It's some kind of oil, okay? Let's move on to the next product, which is Delta-8 THC gummies. Edibles are another common group of Delta-8 THC products. And the most popular form of Delta-8 THC edibles is gummies. So now you can see here on the screen a perfect example of Delta-8 THC gummies. So these little pieces of candy right here, if you eat enough of them, will get you high as fuck. Just like you smoking a joint or something like that. I know it looks safe like candy, but if you eat it like candy, you will regret it. Okay. But at least now you can see what they are. Now you know that it exists. That's the whole point. 
The next thing on the list is Delta 8 THC vapes. So let me pull up that picture really quick. As you can see here, a picture of a little vape pen. And the same way you have the vapes that just have like nicotine and a good flavor, they look the same, they function the same and everything except they have Delta 8 THC in them. So when you're vaping, you will get high just like you were smoking Delta 8 THC flower. You see what I'm saying? Next, what was on the list? Concentrates. Delta 8 THC concentrates, which is something like what you see on the screen now. Now, I've never used concentrates myself or I've never bought them. I believe I've used them once or twice. And it's something like a like a wax. To be honest, I'm not sure if it's the same thing as wax, but this concentrate that you see here, if I'm not mistaken, can be smoked, but just using a different apparatus. But don't quote me on that because I didn't do the research before this episode and I probably should have. But again, at least you can see it. Right. And like I said before, we're almost to the real point of this episode. I just wanted to show you this and teach you something new because it leads directly into the story I'm going to tell you in just a minute. All right. So the last thing is Delta 8 THC flower. I don't believe I have a picture of that. Yes, I do. And as you can see, it looks just like your typical marijuana plant, except the chemical compounds are a little bit different. I've never smoked Delta 8 THC flower, but I have talked to someone who has, and they said that it's just like really weak weed. You know, it's just a lot less potent. And if you smoke weed, like classic Delta 9 THC type of weed, you're not going to get much enjoyment or pleasure from smoking the Delta 8 because it's so much weaker than the original that you're used to smoking. I don't know if that's true, but that's what I was told. All right. I believe that was it. It talks about the difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9 in the article comparing the effects where to buy it and stuff like that, Um, key takeaways. So I really don't see a need to read any of that stuff. And I'll just summarize for you right now. The the basic difference between Delta 8 and Delta 9 THC, from what I understand, is how you extract them from the plant and how strong the effects of each form of THC actually are. But I will say from personal experience, consuming Delta 8 THC, it's a little bit different. It's not as strong as the original, but... Like I said, if you consume enough of it, you'll get just as high. So, you know, just in case you maybe you live in the U.S. and you're considering trying something like this, just know that. Don't think that it's um, it's not something to be taken seriously, because if you consume too much. Things will get serious. (laughs) Let me just say it that way and uh, leave it at that. All right. But the real question now is why have I told you all this? Why the hell am I spending all this time, like 20 minutes, telling you about Delta 8 THC and all its products and all these kind of things? Well, one of the reasons is I think it's just interesting information to know. Maybe you had no idea that this type of thing exists and that technically weed is now legal in many places in the country. And we're not talking about the classic type of weed that you roll up and smoke, even though they do have that form. But it's a cousin, a close cousin to the original weed that has more or less the same effects. And you can buy it just like you go to the store and buy a vape or a beer, or anything else, you know? But the real reason I wanted to tell you that is because it leads directly into the story I'm going to tell you now, okay? Yesterday, I got some Delta 8 THC gummies, these ones right here, if you're watching on YouTube, hopefully that's in frame. Uh, I'm not promoting these, I'm not getting paid to show you this, obviously, it's just I actually bought them, I use them, and uh, they work as promised, I can tell you that, man. I can tell you that for sure. So I bought the gummies. That's what these are. Little pieces of candy, little gummies. Actually, I'm going to take them out of the pack just to show you. I mean, I know you know what gummies look like. But uh, here's one of the gummies. 
from the pack. And it's 50 milligrams of um, THC per gummy. Okay, so in other words, if you're not like a regular weed smoker and you eat two of these, you will feel the effects. That's for sure. If you eat three, your day is over. Okay. (laughs) But anyway, I bought the gummies and I ate more than I should have. The ones I normally buy were sold out. So the lady recommended these bad boys right here. And before I left, she said, just take one and see how you feel, because these ones kick in pretty fast. And when I say kick in, I mean, come into effect or activate. It's really common to use this phrasal verb when talking about medicine, pills or drugs in general. So I might say this drug takes about 20 minutes to kick in. And that's the same thing as saying this drug takes about 20 minutes to start working or it'll be about 20 minutes before you start to feel the effects of the drug. So anyway, getting back to my story, the lady basically told me not to take too much too fast because the gummies are more potent than the ones I usually buy. So I'd end up feeling the effects very quickly and very strongly. But I've been smoking weed and eating weed since I was 15. So I thought, shit, I don't need to take it easy. I know my limits. I know what I'm doing. Right. And although that's true, I still ate more than I should have. She told me to take one. and I took three. For the average person, that would be a bad idea. For someone who isn't used to the feeling of being high off weed or someone who has never consumed large amounts of weed before, taking three times the recommended amount could end in a pretty unpleasant anxiety attack. I'm just being honest with you. Now, when you smoke a lot of weed, all of your senses are heightened. And it can be an intense feeling if you're not prepared for it. And that intensity can make your heart rate rise, right? Which causes you to... (laughs) take shorter breaths and you start to panic because you think something's wrong with you and if you're a naturally anxious person it's even worse because then your mind starts to race at a hundred miles a minute just thought after thought after thought and you panic it's a sensation that's hard to describe with words and it's also something that not everyone experiences because the plant affects everyone in different ways but anyway i'm much more accustomed to the feeling of being high so i usually don't experience too much anxiety when i smoke a lot of weed But yesterday, I consumed more than I should have. And I got pretty fucking high. (laughs) Now, I didn't have a panic attack or anything like that, but I was taking a shower and I found myself being really introspective. And now that I think about it, every time I smoke weed and take a shower, I get introspective. I don't know why, but the shower is a great place to think. Maybe it's the white noise of the water hitting the ground that blocks out everything so that I'm just left with my thoughts. I don't know. But I found myself thinking about my life and everything I've done in the last few years and how it's all a direct result of my choices. We can't control the things that happen to us in life, but we have complete control over what we make happen in life. So everything I have and everything I experience today is a direct result of all the choices I've made up to this point. What does that mean? That means that if I want to have or experience something in the future, I can make choices that will bring those possessions or experiences into my reality. I can have, do, or be anything I want. I just have to make the right choices. And that brings me to the point of this episode. I was in the shower thinking about who I'm becoming and where I'm going in life. And I had this moment of clarity when I realized I'm really manifesting my dream life in the best version of myself. And it's all because of the choices I'm making. One of the most liberating things I've come to realize 
is that we are free to do virtually anything we want in this life. We are the architects of our reality. It doesn't matter how big or small, how cheap or expensive, or how long it's going to take. If you want something, you can have it. You just have to know exactly what it is. Strangely, I think that level of freedom isn't exciting or inspiring at all to most people. I think the realization that you're free to do whatever you want comes with a lot of fear. Because once someone tells you that you can be, have, or do anything you want, the next logical question is, what exactly do you want? This is where the challenge starts. A lot of people could very easily tell you what it is they don't want, but very few people could describe to you in detail what it is they do want. And even less people could tell you how they're going to get what they want, or they're simply delusional about how they're going to get what they want. And even when somebody decides what they want and how they plan to get it, they quickly realize that it's much harder than they imagine, and it's going to take a lot longer than they imagine. That's why a lot of people never do what they want. They just do what they're told. They do what they're told because they're afraid. Afraid that they'll never figure out exactly what they want. Afraid they won't be able to figure out how to get what they want. Afraid they'll waste precious time and money. Afraid they'll miss out on other opportunities to be happy and successful. There are a bunch of reasons why people might be afraid of taking their lives into their own hands. I think the main thing that scares people is responsibility, though. You cannot separate responsibility from freedom. And your level of responsibility increases or decreases in direct proportion to the level of freedom you have. That's why it seems so much easier to just do what you're told. You can simply outsource the responsibility of deciding what to do with your time and energy. Because at least that way, you know what to expect. You know that if you arrive at this office at this time and you work for this many hours, you'll get paid this amount of money. That knowledge makes you feel secure. Anxiety and insecurity come from a lack of knowledge. Anxiety is just fear of the unknown, right? So you're just afraid because you don't know exactly what's going to happen if you choose to walk down the road less traveled. So what do you do? You trade your freedom for security. You adopt someone else's idea of success. You work where people tell you to work. You wear what people tell you to wear. You talk how people want you to talk. You buy what people tell you to buy. Because this way, you feel much more secure. You're living like everyone else, so you must be doing the right thing. You have what everyone else has, so you must be doing the right thing. You look how everyone else looks, so you must be doing the right thing. But the whole time, your decisions are fueled by fear. You might say your life is largely determined by circumstances outside of your control, but no one is forcing you to work where you work or live where you live, or eat what you eat. Those are choices you make every single day. Some people might say it's easy for me to say that, as a privileged American from a country abundant with opportunities and resources, and maybe that's true. But what's also true is as an adult, you make your own choices. There are a lot of circumstances outside of your control, but you will always have control over what you choose to do. And you can say that you don't have enough money or education to live the life you want to live, and maybe that's true. But how do broke and homeless crackheads manage to get enough money to keep smoking crack? Have you ever stopped to think about that? 
someone with a lot less than you is still finding a way to get exactly what they want every day. Now, I'm aware that there are many differences between your life and that of a crackhead, but what I've said remains true. You're virtually free to do whatever you want with your life. The fear of taking risks and failing will only stop you if you allow it. And it's important to remember that doing nothing or simply living the life that was handed to you is just as big of a risk as trying to realize the life you dream about. You just have to decide which risk makes more sense for you to take. So, in summary, I've come to the realization that we're virtually free, yet very fearful. Sometimes we're afraid of perceived failure, ridicule, and humiliation. Other times we're afraid of how successful we can actually become. Because if you spent your whole life believing that you're not capable of achieving success, then the idea of making that achievement can be scary. Some people are afraid of giving everything they ever wanted because they know that they could lose it at any moment. So instead of ever having to experience that pain, they just avoid the pleasure altogether. So many of our decisions are fueled by fear. So much of our life is spent playing defense. But I want to encourage you to start playing offense. I encourage you to take a look at your life and ask yourself, where am I going? How am I going to get there? What am I willing to do in order to get there? And these questions can involve everything from your money and career to your family and personal relationships. In fact, these questions involve every aspect of your life. You get to decide. You decide what kind of people you want in your life, what type of work you want to do, where you want to live, how you spend your time. You decide all of that every single day. Being the best version of your true self comes with responsibility. Living life on your terms comes with responsibility. Now, maybe you don't like the way that sounds. But in my experience, a life full of responsibilities is much better than a life full of obligations. Think about it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.